Todd Goulet. Oh, a wise guy, eh? Nate Oliver. I'm very important. I have many leather-bound books. Taking on the tough issues. What kind of nonsense is this? And even some other stuff that really matters to no one. Cage matches? Yeah, they work. How could they not work? If they didn't work, everybody would still be in the cage. Once a week on iTunes, Stitcher, and whatever else you listen to. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is the Yankee Pillaged. <laughs> <laughs> it's when he was trying to be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thug life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, let's let's get on with the nonsense tonight, shall we? Yeah, speaking of nonsense, man, I tried to watch um um I I tried to watch Christmas Vacation. Couldn't do it, man. No kidding. I stopped it. It's just not funny to me anymore. Chevy no. Chase is not funny to me. Yeah, that's that's one part of sanctification, I think, that you, you watch these old movies that you watched a long time ago, and you're like, man, I love that movie, and you watch it again, and you're like, eh, no. No, 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 no. And, and I didn't realize how much, because I wanted to introduce my kids to, like, Back to the Future and all these other movies, but, man, they, they the, the, the language in those alone... I just, we couldn't watch it. It was so bad. Oh, dude. And I've got young kids, but I made the mistake last year of showing them Home Alone. <laughs> oh, my and, goodness. And, I, and I'm like, if y'all ever talk to me like that, just know that wooden spoon's coming out. That's right, man. Um, but, man, I forgot how, like, even the parents in that movie talk so nasty to the children. Yeah. Hey, let's, let's kick this one off. Cool. <clears throat> Let me make sure my... Foundation is secure. I have a firm foundation. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Yankee Pilgrim. We are two New England pastors talking about ministry matters for New England and beyond. This is Todd Goulet, pastor of Friendship Baptist Church in Litchfield, Connecticut, joined by my bro host, a man who turned down Time Magazine's Person of the Year because he said they were fake news. Nate Oliver. Pastor of the Federated Church in Wellington, Connecticut. How are you doing, Commander-in-Chief? Well, I didn't want that news to be public, but I did tweet about it. Um, <laughs> but yes. What is this world coming to, anyway? Hashtag fake news. Hashtag fake news, man. It's just going crazy. But even though the world is going crazy, we have a firm foundation in Christ our Lord. And today, we're going to be talking about advent and how to advent so let's i want to i'm going to give you the ball and i want you to tell us what is advent let's start Ad, there advent well i'm glad you asked yeah thank you uh advent is the beginning of the church year the church calendar uh where we celebrate uh the birth of our lord and savior jesus christ and it's when um we, we anticipate uh, his coming, although he came once. We celebrate that reality and the reality that he will come again. And, um, yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. It's basically a Latin word, and it means the arrival, a very important arrival. And it's the, the idea of Advent isn't tied to one specific denomination uh, some people when i say the word advent think of roman catholicism or some other more high church the the idea of advent is for anyone who is in christ 
to celebrate with expectation the coming of the Messiah. And on the church calendar, it starts four weeks before Christmas. So for us, it started last Sunday, and we're going to celebrate Advent right through until uh, Christmas Day. Yeah, and and it has been a tradition that has been, for lack of a better term, high church or in the more liturgical church setting, but it has grown in favor. Mm -hmm. Uh, That and Lent um, in the last... Uh, I don't know how long, but evangelical churches that aren't in the high church tradition have begun to see the value in the church calendar. Yeah, the idea of Lent is still challenges me uh, personally, and it's not something that I encourage as the church, but there are other churches that, that do embrace it and that do celebrate it. Yeah, I mean, I we, we do at our church, and it's been something that's been new for me, uh, not coming from that tradition, and... Uh, I'm finding, uh, in my opinion, that many, many churches after the Reformation kind of threw a baby out with bathwater with some mm-hmm. stuff that, that I find helpful and can be helpful if done in the right way, like yeah. we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, but I mean, you guys celebrate everything. You guys celebrate National Cheeseburger Day and all these other things, too, which aren't necessarily on the calendar. So, Well, that's true, but, you know, hey, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so so how can celebrating Advent change somebody's walk with Christ? Well, uh, just like anything in the Christian life and in our churches, it's a tool in the toolbox. Yeah. Um, and it, the, the tool isn't the point. It's to be and to get us closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. So if we focus more on advent 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 rather than jesus 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 that could be a problem uh but like any tool it can be it can be a tradition it can be a discipline that we have that reminds us of the gospel once again right that's good yeah it, it can it, it we it tool in the toolbox i think is really key and that's a good way to say it and i'm going to steal it from now on so mm. uh, but it is it's it's something that allows us to grow closer to our savior and so it's it's there for us to use for that purpose so the the second question and i think the big thing that we want to answer in this episode is how then if if it is important and it is going to help us grow closer to christ how do we celebrate it now we're saving for a future episode how as a church or as the gathered church we would celebrate it but we want to look at this tonight from uh, the personal perspective. How would you celebrate it either uh, on your own or as a family? Uh, and so we want to offer you some of our traditions and some that we've gathered from others to help make this Christmas season more meaningful. So I'm going to I'm gonna let you start, Nate, and talk about a couple of things that you guys do as a family. Yeah, so what we've done in years past is we'll, we'll choose or work through a devotional together around this time, maybe not something every night of the week, but where we read at the dinner table. And we um, we also do the traditional Advent candles um, at our dinner table. Not every night, but most nights during the season uh, where we'll light the different candles um, each week. And just a reminder again about what this season means and what it's all about. And... So this year we're not doing a particular devotional, um, but we're just we're just doing the candles and talking about 
the coming of Christ a lot and doing some uh, particular Bible readings and scripture readings uh, this year. So it's it, we don't have a devotional this year. We're working through with the kids, although I think Tracy and I are <clears throat> working through different ones um, this year. So th those are a couple of the things we do during this year. And, and again, along with some of the other traditional Christmas things we do, it's just a season to remember that our Lord and Savior took on flesh and came to die for us. Yeah. So your kids are little, littler mm -hmm. kids. You, they, they, they range from, how old are you, your youngest? Well, my youngest isn't born yet. Okay, the, the second um, youngest. <laughs> so, uh, Three, so we ain't so raised three. from three to eight. Yeah, so that's a that's a really good time to build these traditions into your family when your kids are little like that. Uh, for us, we did the same thing when our kids were little. In fact, we had the candles on the table, and every night when we had dinner at the table, we would light the candles and then we would pray together. Uh, I would read a devotional. We would actually sing some Christmas songs together. Now, as the kids have gotten older, that tradition has kind of waned a little bit. But we still have devotions at the table. Now we're using the New City Catechism, even this time of year. Uh, and we're finding as the kids get older, our our Advent celebration is almost taking us outside of the house. It's taking us out of the home. So last night, for instance, we drove up to uh, Springfield, Mass. And we went through this, I don't even know what you call it, but it was a park that had that you could drive through that was all lit up. And so the point was, we were together as a family that night. And we stopped for dinner at Chick-fil-A because that's what you do at Christmas with sanctified food, right? Well, so, uh, I mean, a gospel-centered chicken sandwich. Is, that's right, if, man. If and that so, doesn't get you adventing correctly, I don't know what does. <laughs> so that was able to focus. I went to Chick-fil-A Chick last night as well. No, we're, which one? Uh, Enfield. We, no we did way. The Jonathan, we did the Jonathan Edwards one. No way. Were you there? Yeah. What time were you guys I, there? I thought I smelled your presence there. <laughs> <laughs> what time are you guys there? Uh, six. No way. We, we must have just missed each other. Dude. That's funny, man. Yeah, because we went up through there. Yeah, actually, you probably came after us. But yeah. anyway, yeah, so that's <laughs> that's cool. That's funny. I'll have to tell my wife about that. Yeah, yeah see, maybe sometime in the future we can we can plan a little bit better. Uh but yeah, so nightly Advent worship around the dinner table. Uh, one, it's a great way uh, as a family to get everybody around the dinner table. Uh, there are some times where that's not reasonable. I mean, for us, there's so much going on in our lives uh, with the church and other things that we have dinner at the dinner table probably four nights a week. Um, and so we try to make sure that that time is meaningful. Uh, but there's other nights where we're we're at church or we're doing some other type of activity. So having that nightly Advent worship is it was it gave us a really good foundation. Uh, I think also a, a pointer that I would give to people is this year make this year different and focus on experiences more and presence and gifts less. So focus on experiences together as a family or or even on your own and focus on the whole aspect of gift giving much less because really when you give children gifts at Christmas time it's it's one of of many and a lot of the stuff is junk that they're not going to even consider again after a few weeks after Christmas 
But when you focus on having experiences together as a family, one, it may not be as expensive as gifts, but it stays with them much longer. Yeah, like uh, last year we went to we we did two things that we'll probably end up doing again this year, uh, and again these aren't uh, Christian things per se, but they're just fun holiday things, just reminders. But we went to there's a big drive-through park in Hartford that's lit up, mm-hmm. uh, but we also went to this random house in the middle of nowhere uh, <laughs> that you you turn on the radio. And it's a light show. Oh my goodness! Uh, with the radio in the house, it's actually like Clark Griswold style. Oh man, it's pretty crazy. Now, see, my my girls would love stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, so well, the point and- is, you're focusing on experiences together as a family. Now, I'm not saying gift giving is not a good idea at all. It 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 is, and it can be. But I, um, I think just having been through it with now with four children, I realize what what they hold on to more is the experiences, much more than the gifts that they were given. Yeah. Well, and I think another good thing, and this is something I've been trying to do, is uh, there's a lot of good resources out there f- for Advent reading um, that you could you could pick a new book every year, and if you'd like, before we're finished, I can give some recommendations. Yeah, um, just for some good Advent devotionals through this. Season. Absolutely, absolutely. I've got a, I've actually got a few on my list as well. Nice. Yeah, uh, and so the other thing I think that uh, I would suggest to folks is, it's a really good time of year as a family, and, and uh, this may sound self-serving as a pastor, but recommitting yourself to your church for the upcoming year. Um, you've got, <laughs> you're part of a church, you're part of a faith family, and it's a good time of year. Even if you just write your pastor a note and say, hey, pastor, 2017, we grew spiritually, and we're committed to this ministry in 2018 as well. It's just a great time of year to do something like that. It's not required. And again, I, I full, just full transparency, I'm a pastor, and I love getting stuff like that. So uh, those people that do things like that, certainly are are healthier spiritually and they're committing themselves to growing. They're committing themselves to the mission of the church for another year. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that's a great recommendation. And another thing um, uh, that uh, we did with our kids is we built an advent advent chain. Some people have uh, an advent calendar. There's all kinds of different ways to do this, to mark down the days of advent. Uh, but we actually used to build an advent chain and it's basically just construction paper chain. You know, when you cut it out and you make the links of it, this gigantic thing. Um, and so each day from the first Sunday in Advent through to Christmas time. And basically what we would do is on each one of the links, we would write an activity uh, or we would we would write something that uh, something that we were going to do at home or or whatever it was. Uh, so visiting a nursing home or shut in shopping for toys to donate to a shelter Delivering toys purchased to the shelter, going caroling, talking about Advent, sharing a memory. and So it's just every night there's something new that they're ripping off the chain and you guys are basically looking at what, what's next on the Advent list. And so for little kids, it's a really fun thing when they, they pull it off and it says, do a good deed for your neighbor. And you get to talk to them about what that means and, and how that lends itself to the, to the whole narrative of God's redemption through Christ. Oh man, that's a great idea. 
because yeah. you know we we do the little advent calendar but man i really like that idea we, yeah. we may have to take that up i don't know if it's original to my wife but she's the one that used to do it uh it may be a something from pinterest but it's such a great idea and it's basically you just write down activities that are realistic for your family you 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 write 24 of them and then you make a chain <laughs> it's just pretty simple but the kids the kids always loved it that's all awesome. so what else what else is a is a healthy way to celebrate advent well, I mean, I think all these things are good. I think even just taking some time to reflect uh, alone, uh, getting getting away from the hubbub. Because, again, if you have kids, you know this. I mean, we are inundated with everything Christmas. Yeah. But a good chunk of that, if not most of it, has nothing to do with Jesus. Right. And so, so if you can get some time to reflect... Um, you know, to, to pray through this season that the Lord would draw you closer to him, especially as we're going into a new year. Um, that's one thing that's, you know, thinking about the church calendar, this is the beginning of the church year. Mm -hmm. It's a new year for the church. Um, and so just, just taking some time to really deeply reflect on this past year and, uh, what's gone on, things that have been good, things that haven't been, where we want to go in the new year. And again, just a time of quiet in your heart before the Lord, I think yeah. is helpful and hard. It's helpful, but in hard. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. And, and I'd also say gifts for pastors is a great idea. Oh, especially like expensive ones. <laughs> um, That's right. Like Starbucks <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> yes. Or, you know, whatever, anything yeah. really. Yeah, and I think especially for the pastor of Friendship Baptist Church, who I know is a great guy. He loves cold, hard cash, people. Yeah, baby. That Learjet ain't going to buy itself, man. We got for a goal. We got a goal, coin. man. It's for the kingdom, baby. It's for the kingdom. <laughs> he needs a little seed money. Yeah, man. A little yeah. seed money. Step out in faith. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Step out in faith. Next couple oh, of years, man. We want to see that. All right, we got to stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> man oh man Todd needs a new Rolex <laughs> yeah baby alright man well hey so let me ask you the question what are you up to oh hang on hang on before that before that oh we're not done we need to give some resources oh yeah man how did I skip that go can for I, it can I guess one of yours go for it um Sinclair Ferguson no no oh, what's, uh, what's what's that one He's got a great book called Child in a Manger, The True Meaning of Christmas. Wow. Man, it's, uh, if you know anything about, and I know you do, anything about Sinclair Ferguson, he's going to bring it, and he brings it deep and good. Wow. So that's a good one. That's a really good one. I'm going to have to check it out. What's it, what's it called specifically? Child in the Manger, The True Meaning of Christmas. Yeah, so that's a definitely good one to get. Yes. I think my absolute favorite advent devotional book that i've used now for several years is called come thou long expected yes. jesus that's a great uh, one hands down my favorite and of course it's nancy guthrie but it has alistair Begg, who's my my personal hero it's got guys like john piper uh even guys like george whitfield now let Martin me say Luther. one thing about this book though yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to write a book like that because Nancy Guthrie didn't write it. She just took old sermons and put excerpts in it. 
Yeah. How can we? How can we do that? A I think Yankee the same way. Pilgrim Advent God. That's that's all. They, <laughs> oh my goodness, these guys are so smart. <laughs> Another good one is um, from Desiring God, and I, you know, I I really like Piper, and it's a free book from them, and it's called Good News of Great Joy. Mm. And you can go out to Desiring God or just Google Desiring God, Good News of Great Joy. That's a really good one. You could download it as a, a PDF. You could download it as a Mobi file for Kindle or whatever. And you could do an EPUB file for iPad and iPhone. So that's a really good one. But, yeah, my favorite one, my absolute favorite one is Come Down Long Expected Jesus. Yeah, you know, Tim Keller came out with a good one a, a year or two ago that's really good. And... um Paul David Tripp just came out with a new one. That's He's good. Tripping. He Paul be tripping, but <laughs> uh, there's a guy who is an author I love. His name's Tim Chester. Tim and Chester. I've just been picking through these. He's got like three or four Advent, and you know each one's like a page or two. Um, so he's got them on different topics. So one of them's uh, just kind of advent readings one of them is daily advent readings from the gospel of john mm-hmm. one of them is daily advent readings th- from genesis to revelation man they're good really good tim chester wrote total church yes and actually i have a couple of his commentaries uh titus it's yeah. it, it, it's the the for you series yeah titus for you yeah he's great That's cool yeah he's and a i'm good gonna author. give one last plug Go for it. The Village Church just came out with a new church calendar guide. Now, and hold on. You, your your audio just messed up. Did you say the Village People? The Village People, yeah. The Village People just came out with a new <laughs> – no, the Village Church in so, Texas. Village Church. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, I got you. They just came out with a church calendar guide. It's 180 pages through the whole church year. So it goes through Advent, Epiphany, Lent, Easter, and Pentecost. Now, I think this is a good example of an evangelical church that's seen the value in thinking about history and thinking about our yearly calendar through the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, man, uh, you know, it's got some daily readings through Advent, uh, sh- short little devotional once a week. Uh, it's it's good and it's free at their website. Nice, free. Yeah. It's for me. Yeah, for real. If it's free. Yeah, baby. So let me ask the question then. What are you into? Man, I'm straight up into my Christmas tree. Woo. Um, we found the best tree we've ever had. Really? Man, it looks good. It smells good. Man, it is. We went Friday, this yep. past Friday, and we went to the tree farm out in Windsor. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it is on point. So, man, I love having that tree up. Nice. Yeah. So I'm into my Christmas tree. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal the same thing, man. We we got a for the first time in a very long time, we got a real Christmas tree. Mm. Because for years, when we lived in New Hampshire, we had a stove, and the stove just dried the trees out too quickly. Uh, So we started getting a fake tree, and I hate fake trees. So we have a real tree this year, but we went to a place called Nibbling Brook Farm in Thomaston, Connecticut. Sounds interesting. 
man, it was like walking into a Hallmark Christmas movie. It was just this little old couple that owned it, and it's like out of the way. It looks just like a little house, but you walk down, and they've got this little, their little office area, and it looks, it's like Santa's playhouse, you know? And my daughters were just, they were in heaven. They didn't want to leave, and we walked up, found our, I mean, this is a family. My family cannot agree on anything. I mean, even last night going to Chick-fil-A, the big, the big brouhaha was, do we eat there? Do we go through the drive-thru? Or do we order inside and take it to go? And so finally, we just ate there. But we went to Nibbling Brook Farm, Thomaston, Connecticut, and we were there for probably 10 minutes and had a tree. And nice. it's it's a great tree. So anyone in this area, that's a great place to go. Uh, 40 bucks for a tree. And they gave yeah, the man, kids hot I, chocolate and, listen, and cookies. Listen, I got my tree for 50 bucks. Yeah. And the place had reindeer. Wow. And the tree was eight feet. Wow. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, no, dude. Connecticut's got some bomb tree farms. Yeah. yeah. Last year, you're I not, you're not going to buy some. Though. Yeah, you're not going to buy something like that, like off a lot somewhere that's already cut. And and you're getting a good experience for your kids, too. Yeah, man. I, I will yeah. say, though, I bought one of their pre-cut ones. Oh, man. You didn't go out and cut it down with your big manly beard? Well, we were going to, but it was freezing, and oh. a couple of the kids were freezing. And then we saw this beauty, man. It was like, again, Christmas vacation when that light comes down on that tree. <laughs> that's what happened. That's yeah. what happened. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Go on out to iTunes, leave us a review. It's easy to do from your computer, even easier to do from the podcast app on your phone. Check us out on Facebook. Go to Twitter. You can share this episode with your friends. Head on out to our website, yankeepilgrim.com, and join the conversation. Until next time, Mr. Fake News, I'll give you the last word. Have a holly, jolly Christmas. It's going to be huge. <laughs> huge, huge, huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got a cold. Choked. I know <coughs> you sound like you do. Yeah, it's been... Like a chest cold bang hanging on for a couple weeks, but Dude, I gotta tell you, this is weird recording like this. Yeah. Because these headphones, I'm not used to speaking with headphones on, so I feel like I'm in a like a room. <laughs> you just gotta I'm gonna have to get it's gonna take me a little time to get used to them. You sound a lot better. Some